Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're talking week two NFL action. We've got a bunch of games today. We're going to go, I think, go game by game here, talk about the fantasy relevant players in each of them, whether good or bad. And, you know, what stood out today and anything, maybe we learned something. So we're just going to jump right into this thing. Well, Jeff, let's just talk about first one on our list. I guess not the most exciting one, but 49ers Bengals. And I'm not sure what we learned in this other than, I guess, the 49ers are better than we expected. The Bengals are a lot worse than we expected. Um, That's, I guess, one takeaway. But let's just start with 49ers side. They, they can run the ball a little bit here. Yeah, I absolutely love what the 49ers can do. And I actually do. I'm kind of buying into them as a team. The The issue I have, because right away you can talk about all the different people that run the ball, right? We're talking about Brita, we're talking about Mostert, and we're talking about Wilson. Um, all three of them look good with the ball in their hands. But I think that is also technically the downfall. I think Breida is the best one. I think he is a legit running back. I'm really excited to see him going. If I wanted one of them, he would definitely be it. But they gave Wilson got two touchdowns. Mostert looks like he is maybe the most deadly with the ball as far as big playability. And Breida just seems like the best combination of all of them. And he made a few juke moves that were amazing. Um, but when they're all performing like this, it's very difficult to figure out which one you want to play, even though today all, every one of them would have been fine. But that's not going to be most days, I would assume. No, and I think I think you can start Breda every week. Most are, I mean, it's hard to say you can't with how he's played two weeks in a row. He looks really good. Um, I wouldn't really trust that yet. I mean, I get one more week of it, and I'd be like, yeah, I guess throw him in your lineup, right? I just need one more of it, and you could. But Breda can play. Mostert is close. And then, yeah, Wilson, you're not playing even with the two touchdowns. He's not as good as the other two. But he carry-wise, he was right there. But I think a lot of that was more towards the end, you know, when they're yeah. up by a lot. It, it, you just worry, too. What I mean, what if they really decide to put Wilson in as more of a short yardage guy? Right? I mean, it would, it would make it so, so difficult to figure out who is going to do what. And then... I say the receiving game, Debo Samuel looked pretty good there. Second game at rookie there. I he's an interesting one. Actually, th- this is a question that I wonder. Right. And they he looks good. Marcus Goodwin looked pretty good. Mostert in the receiving game looked good. My question is, with everyone doing so well, and maybe this will not continue, but it seems right now that this is a true team offense. Does this actually how do you feel about Kittle moving forward? because there's so many more mouths to feed all of a sudden where he was definitely by far number one on the depth chart. Yeah, see, that's the thing is I don't think the volume is going to be there anymore. Like he was so successful last year because he just got so many catches and they don't need to force feed him the ball right now with the way the offense is working. So why would they? I mean, last last week he had eight for 54, this week three for 54. So that's two games, 11 catches for 108 yards, no touchdowns. That's not great. Standard scoring is only at 10.8 points in two games. So they don't need him to get the ball every time to be good. And that is worrisome if you're a Kittle owner, I think. It's Don't freak out yet, but it's it's a bit of a worry. Then how about the Bengals side? Really, 
not a lot. I mean, Mixon was hurt coming in. I don't know if I'm going to buy, you know, read into it too much. They got down. They couldn't really run the ball. Again, yeah, it's a little scary. He hasn't done much yet, but I don't. I wouldn't read too much in it for Mixon this week. But uh, on the receiving side, Tyler Boyd, ten for one twenty-two, really solid, and. He was clearly the main guy over John Ross. Yes, John Ross's numbers look at, good at the end of the day, but he got a 66-yard touchdown catch under a minute left in garbage time. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's the one thing to remember. If you didn't end up watching the game, I know a lot of people probably did not. <laughs> um, don't look at Ross and say, oh my gosh, because the last two weeks he's impressed. He has done better and he is healthy. That's what we wanted to see. He is definitely Ross, like to put him on your roster, but he's still not there where you can really believe in him week in and week out, but Tyler Boyd is the real deal, and I, this is what I was hoping to see from him as he climbed so high in our rankings after AJ got hurt, because we know that this is he's capable of this. But ten receptions on ten targets, and last week he did, he was very efficient as well. Um, he's a real deal. I'm, I'm starting him in all formats every week because I know I can count on him, and the TDs will start coming obviously too. And then how about the Lions beat the Chargers thirteen to ten? Hey, the Lions got a win. They're one one zero and one. This is a game the Lions normally don't win, so I felt pretty good about that. And I'll say on the Lions side of things here, Stafford's looked decent through two games. He's actually becoming an okay. He's a fantasy option again, at least. Last year, he wasn't an option. This year, he's at least he's on the radar. You know, not starting now, but at least he's on the radar when bye weeks come around. But then uh, on Johnson didn't get much going on the ground game, but luckily he got that touchdown catch. 36-yard touchdown. So makes his day very respectable. But Galladay looked like a number one today. Eight for 117 and a touchdown. Love to see that. He did. I, I would say that, yeah, Carrion, that's good. I mean, where you draft him, that's what you're kind of hoping for. And it's good to see him in, you know, both sides of the ball. Galladay, that's the big story, I think, in, in this one, is the fact that you can actually start looking at him the way we were trying to draft him. You know, he was kind of in that gray area where you weren't really sure. And after game one, you know, did, and right now they only scored 13 points in this game and he was still able to do a stat line of eight, one seventeen in a touchdown. And, you know, that speaks very highly of him. But I think the other one in my mind that really stands out is the fact that from week one to week two, Hawkinson has been, you know, very up and down, obviously one, one and one, but you know, the fact that he was only targeted three times after that huge week one, that is, um, I don't know. You're, obviously, it's a rookie, so you kind of expect this to happen. But I think a lot of people were hoping, uh, I was hoping, but a lot of people were expecting Hawkinson to be a week in, week out um, starter, which uh, what are your views on him right now? It's going to be up and down like that. It's just a rookie tight end. I think it's what it's going to be. Um, if you are counting on him to be your starter now, I think you still put him in your lineup. But, hey, you know, these games are going to come. If we see another one like this next week, then we got to be like, oh, okay, maybe we should uh, reevaluate, not jump him up so much like we did. But I think I think he's going to be fine. I really do. I don't, I'm not going to read too much into it. And then, was a Chargers side of the things here, uh, Austin Eckler, uh, he just, he puts numbers up, you know. The yards per carry wasn't great, but he gets a touchdown and gets six catches for 67 yards. He's just, he's effective, very effective. And Justin Jackson, though, if he actually got a chance to ever get the ball a lot, I think he would be, too. He has uh, been pretty impressive, though, in his limited amount of carry so far. He has that. I mean, Eckler has been the guy, but I think that's the question is 
Eckler has been good enough to hold off Justin Jackson for now, even though he went seven carries for 59 yards. Um, I guess that's the question is like, as soon as Eckler, if he ever has a down game, do you expect, you know, is that when the change of the guard could possibly happen? I don't mean like Justin Jackson taking over, but him stealing a few more carries where at least in the rushing game, you know, it becomes Justin Jackson, you know, 10 carries and Eckler 12 or something or 15. It could happen any week. It wouldn't surprise me if just it just I think it's just game flow with them. In one week, Jackson could be the guy and he just starts to get more more of the work. It's It could easily happen. I guess sometimes Jackson's line's a little deceiving because he did have a 40 yard touch or 40 yard run. So his other six carries were only for 19. But, you know, he's he's been pretty good. He has overall like 116 yards on 13 carries this year. So he's been really, really solid. And then receiving wise, uh, Keenan Allen. You know, if he got a touchdown with that line of eight for 98, it's a great game. Without it, it doesn't look as impressive in standard scoring, but 15 targets. He's clearly the guy. Mike Williams isn't that. Mike Williams is just going to be the big play guy, it looks like. Yeah, big play guy, maybe some red zone guy. That's where we're looking. And I don't, I, I truly don't know. I think, I mean, it, we obviously, um, the Lions had their best cornerback on Keenan Allen. He was still able to go out there and catch eight targets obviously the last one being intercepted that kind of solidified the game but Keenan Allen is by far the their main guy but I I do wonder if Mike Williams will be implemented a little more and more each time because he you know he only caught three but he caught three of five and the ones he did was very impressive he is definitely a good wide receiver so I'm I'm kind of holding my breath I'm not like ready to completely back off on my Mike Williams love because I truly do think that he is probably the most talented wide receiver they have, um, especially for in the red zone um, and, and the deep ball. I think Keenan Allen, you can't really touch him as far as route running or, or the shorter distances, but they're going to need Mike Williams if they want to win games because they only put 10 points up. you know. And I know Detroit is not the best defense. They're probably middle of the road. So they're going to be looking to correct that. And I think Mike Williams might be the key because Eckler did well. Keenan Allen did well. How do you improve? Uh, you know, you go to your big play guy. Then Vikings, Packers, Packers win 21-16. Kirk Cousins isn't really any good. He's uh, not very good. I'll say that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened to him. I truly he don't. He isn't very good. Delvin Cook, though, is good. And, <laughs> you know, for the people that asked me why we're still on the Delvin Cook train <laughs> uh, in the preseason. Yeah, exactly. And I said, if he stays healthy, he's one of the most talented backs in the NFL. And, you know, it's very few times that they come out in weeks one and two and kind of prove you right. But I don't think that there is, after these two weeks and these two performances, that anyone should doubt this Yeah, ever. Cook, 191 total yards and a touchdown. That's awesome. That's just, that's an amazing game. 20 carries, 7.7 yards per carry. Yeah, he had a 75-yarder in there, but he still made the other ones worthwhile. Uh, with a team that couldn't pass the ball. So there was no threat of the pass there. I mean, Thielen, 5 for 75. If you're a Thielen owner, you're kind of disappointed. Diggs, he made, he salvaged it because he had, the, it was a 49-yard touchdown. That's, I mean, he did get a he get a a shorter touchdown, like a four yarder, got called back early on, so he he almost had two catches and two touchdowns. But hey, at least he got that touchdown, I guess. And then Kyle Rudolph three for nine. Ugh. Let's uh, put him on the waiver wire, please. Yeah, I mean, what what are you thinking about right now as far as the receivers? You're talking Thielen and Diggs. Are you looking to unload them? Are you panicking yet? Or are you just holding true because you don't know if you can get value? I think I'm just holding because I don't think you get the value. I really don't. I don't think you get value there. So I just hold them and just hope for the best. Hope Cousins figures out how to throw the ball. 
All right. On the other side with the Packers, can we talk one more about one more guy that we loved and people kind of really were down on us? Aaron Jones, 23 carries, 116 yards and a touchdown. I feel a little vindicated. He also threw in four catches for 34 yards. Um, you know, I, I want to see it again, obviously, because we want to make sure this is the real thing. But Aaron Jones looked the part as we were hoping and as we were predicting. So this game was kind of a just us feeling good about ourselves. I told that. I told people that he's going to struggle week one. Just don't worry about it. He'll be fine. Right. And he was, and I kind of even like seeing that five yards were carried, but his long was only 15. So, you know, he didn't just like bust one huge run and that, you know, made his uh, yards per carry and his at yards go way up. It was just a good, solid game for him. And I'm like to see that. And then Devonte Adams was, was good. Seven for one Oh six. Didn't get a touchdown, but he's just solid. Geronimo Allison, Valdez Scantling. I mean, Allison to get a touchdown, but, they're just not becoming the big second option right now. So, and then Jimmy Graham was non-existent, two targets, nothing. Yeah, this was, uh, th- that's kind of, um, I mean, they got the win, but this was the kind of the worry. I mean, all, all off season, you were really wondering who's going to be that second guy, Allison or MVS. Um, and right now they're, they're kind of neck and neck. They're kind of the same thing at the moment. Um, you know, I think they kind of teeter totter. And right now I have no idea who is going to be going forward. So, I'm I'm not going to believe in either of them. I, I I go for Aaron Jones. You go for Adams and obviously Rodgers, but I, I'm leaving the rest. I'm not going to try to predict it. Then Colts beat the Titans 19-17. Brissett had three touchdown passes, but he's still just not fantasy viable. Only 146 yards rushing or receiving throwing. He's going to be he's going to be good enough to keep them in games. He's just not good enough to consider for your fantasy team. Then Marlon Mack 20 carries, only 51 yards today after last week's big week which is kind of disappointing, but it's going to Marlon Mack's not an elite running back. You're going to get games like this. I mean, Christian McCaffrey did this the other night, you know, nothing. There's going to be bad games. Wilkins looked good because it was 55 yarder. Right. But I like the fact that they didn't go away from him. Like you, you know, he was struggling and they kept giving him the ball 20 carries when you're only averaging 2.6 and your long is 10. I mean, you know that they were just grinding it out and they needed to, obviously they got the win 19 to 17, um, but it, it was, it was, a you know, I, it, it's funny because you, you look at Brissett and you're like three touchdowns. Oh, this must've been a really high scoring game. No. <laughs> I mean, you look at the, the rest of the receiving numbers and no one even got over 50 yards yet. He had three touchdowns. It was, it's kind of bizarre in that way. And then they, yeah, they just spread the ball around a lot, throwing it. Hilton only had four for 43, but gets a touchdown to make it worthwhile. And Ebron three for 25, but gets a touchdown. So. Yeah. And Paris Campbell, yeah, the, the rookie gets his first touchdown. Yeah. And then on the. Titan side of things, Mariota's just not that great for fantasy. Okay, first of all, this makes me feel better too because there was a moment last year, well, last week, when I was like, man, I really had hated Mariota, and I was like, did he really make a big step forward? And I'm not seeing it. No, the answer is no, he did not. <laughs> Derrick Henry, solid, 81 yards rushing, got a touchdown. He's solid. He's a, he's a he's a you put him in your lineup every week. He's probably better than we ranked him, I would think, at this point, but. He's he's not. I mean, he's still not amazing. He's just he's he's a good running back too. He's a good number two, very good number yeah. two. And they they finally did what we were hoping they were going to do last year when Deion Lewis only got three carries. So I mean, Derrick Henry is just going to get all the rushing at the moment. So yeah, he, he's a very safe person to put in there, and you just hope that the touchdowns continue. And then receiving, yeah, Corey Davis is it's just not happening. <laughs> um, he's no. the next Devonta I mean, Parker. 
Well, yeah, I mean, no one is no one's going to break out. It's just in it's this, not happening. You know, there's just in no. Delaney Walker. I got some hate for having Delaney Walker lower in my ranks. It wasn't even that low, but it's just what's going to happen sometimes with the Titans. So just, eh, you know, not great. Patriots 43 nothing over Miami. Wow. That was, uh, I guess, expected, right? Yeah, well, I mean, kind of. But OK, and this kind of brings me to the big. There's two losers this week, and there was one big winner, and the big winner happens to be in this game. And if you started the Patriots defense, you got a huge boost. Um, they, I mean, they just won Buck Wild. I mean, it's starting to get where you feel bad for Miami. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> because I mean, the Patriots put up multiple touchdowns through their defense. Uh, it's it's almost it's almost hard this to is watch. Go get the defense playing the Dolphins and play them. That's what you do. Hundred percent. That's what I did in our league. I picked them up uh, was, last night. Actually, I picked the Cowboys up. Who play? Who play? Oh, Cowboy for next play, week. I picked them up before the, this week. It actually played. So <laughs> I Very think good. That's I was going to say you actually you did this strategy. I'm trying to think who it was for. You did this strategy. Was it last year or two years ago? When you, I'm trying to think. It must have been was, these was Browns, the Browns though yeah, at the time. It works. Maybe it was, and it did work every time. I mean, you saw it coming, and you're like, "Oh, he's just picking up every team." And it didn't even matter if if they were the, if they were in the top seventy five, you know, percent of defenses, he would grab them, and it worked. So just keep that in mind when you see a team struggling like this. It doesn't really matter who you're throwing out there. Yeah, I'm in a league where I had the Patriots defense this week, and they scored forty eight points. <laughs> oh my god! What? I don't even know how that's possible. What, what kind of bonuses are you getting? I have no idea, but. Whatever it is, it's too much. <laughs> it's yeah. no defensive score should score that much. Uh, Sony Michelle did did fine. We expect, expected him to be decent in this matchup. It wasn't spectacular at all, but it was you know a good fantasy game. And then uh, James White really he kind of disappointed people that played him, except for the touchdown. I guess he he salvaged yeah. it, but it was it wasn't a great day. It was only twenty nine yards, and then he gets the touchdown. Still not like, great, but okay. Josh, well, surprise, yeah. yeah, surprisingly the the passing game wasn't anything prolific they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have to. to exactly but they did get antonio brown uh acclimated right away they threw it to him obviously that's going to be the big story you see on espn and everywhere he caught the touchdown the first drive i think they threw it to him two or three times so the, i guess yeah i'm not taking too much away from this i, I would have loved to see a little more out of josh gordon but they got up so quickly that it didn't even matter so th- this is kind of the the worry with uh with the Patriots or any good team at the time too, because Tom Brady could have had a field day. He could have broke records probably if he wanted to, but he got two touchdowns with two sixty four, and they were just like, all right, we're done. And there's literally nothing to talk about with the dolphins. I don't care about them. whatsoever. No, I, I mean, is there no, anyone no, that you no, could no. no. So would you even roster anyone? <laughs> I mean, I would be fine with you dropping anybody. <laughs> there was the, so Earlier was it earlier day or last night? Whenever there was the there was the thing that they were looking to trade Kenyon Drake or something, and then I was hearing like in, in these Instagram things, people were saying, "Well, pick up Kalen Ballage, pick up a lot, whatever the heck his name is. I don't even care. It doesn't matter." Yeah, Balash. Yeah, yeah. pick, pick, exactly. It doesn't pick matter. Him up, pick him up, and if Drake, I don't care if Drake gets traded. I'm not playing him. You're not playing him. You can't play anybody in this team. No, they're terrible, dude. You're not. They're not going to run the ball. They're no, never going to be drop also, them all. So Williams on this team, you know, he's kind of interesting, like maybe next year when they try to start getting it together, yeah. an interesting talent. The one that really surprised me, and this is just the, I think this might be the end of my envisioning that he could possibly make a return to the never glory that he had. But Devontae Parker <laughs> oh, had seven targets and didn't catch one That's of them. crazy. 
I'm like, I, I don't even know. What to, like, it really is sad to watch. Seen that. Yeah, just don't play. Don't play any of the Dolphins. Just don't play them. It's terrible. Oh, okay. Bills. Bills beat the Giants 28-14. Giants aren't very good, but no, Saquon's good. But for the Bills, Josh Allen, you know, he gets good fantasy days. He got a rushing touchdown, passing touchdown, 250 yards re- passing. He's, he's, he's just a pretty good fantasy option. You know, like, he's a better fantasy option than I he think- is player. It's just fun. Exactly. Yeah, that that's the the kind of the the note to take away from this. But I, I think if they're playing a sub five hundred team, Josh Allen actually is a pretty decent I, I player. So he's a good streaming option. He's the one though that could blow up in your face and do nothing. You just be aware of that. Absolutely, that could easily happen. But and in, I'll say the running game. Um, I told you guys Frank Gore wasn't going away. <laughs> no, nineteen carries. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. He's, but you start wondering though because Singletary is looking like the real deal. The, and now a little well, see the injury concern here. Now I don't know exactly what it was, but let me see if I get an right. update here uh, quick. I was gonna say, assuming that it's nothing serious. We'll see. I'm but trying to get enough. six carries for 57 yards. You know that's a 9.5 average with a touchdown. His long was only 20. Yep. So and well, once again, looking it's good. A, it's a hamstring injury for Singletary. So um, he. Though he should, it's not that it doesn't seem serious, but you know how those things can linger. So they're yes, not going to, that's very the true. The thing is, though, too, with a rookie like that, they're not going to just press him into action when they don't need to and, and, you know, run it too much with him because of that. But he's been good. It just, they're not going to, they're not going to, oh, but Frank Gore, are you going to, I think he's going to make my waiver wire list. <laughs> it's sad. But I mean, how does, I mean, how does he not? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, some people, need a running back you can play him it's fine especially if he gets in the end zone i don't i don't know that won't be an every week thing but um right now if you're gonna give him 19 carries i mean uh so receiving cole beasley four for 83 he's been solid and then john brown seven for 72 it's solid those guys are gonna be they're usable i would say zay jones is non-existent so no those are the only two guys and i was actually hoping that cole beasley would get more targets i mean he got four targets and he caught all four of them for 83 yards. That looked nice, but I think that, um, I don't know. I, heavens, I mean, they won. They're 2-0. and So, I mean, they don't have to take my advice. But, um, yeah, John Brown getting eight targets, it's, it's nice. Uh, those two guys are interesting. I'm probably not starting either one of them or really targeting them, but I continue to look at them, especially Beasley because John Brown is probably going to be picked up. But well, Then for the Giants, Saquon's really good. Um, yeah, he's amazing. He just is, like, if even could be this good on a team that's just not good, it's it's pretty impressive. And then, um, I mean, Evan Ingram, he did he salvaged his day there too. He, at one point, he wasn't looking very good. It was sometime in the second half. I remember seeing the stat line. He had like three catches for four yards or something, and he yeah. turned it around. Got made it better for I mean PPR better standard. Not really good, but and other than that, I mean, there's right. nothing here. <laughs> No, there's nothing. There is absolutely nothing. And the the big takeaway for this game, besides for Barkley is amazing or whatever, but um, Evan Ingram in a game where I feel like without Sterling Shepard, like he should be by far the number one guy and they probably obviously focused on him. But I'm surprised that the Bills were able to take him away or out of the game almost entirely for the first three quarters. Um, that's worrisome because I think this could have been like the marquee game for him. Like, even if no one's around, I'm going to put up numbers. I'm going to do okay. And like you said, I mean, like Craig said, he did salvage it with a 33 yard catch, 
but and that's only for tight ends numbers though like if you were only going yardage you, you know 4.8 points you'd be very bummed um so i don't know i'm i'm kind of disappointed with ingram he's obviously fine you're gonna start him every week but this could have been so much better for him and then uh next game we got seahawks 28 pittsburgh 26 so all the people that were telling you not to draft russell wilson because all seahawks are gonna do is run the ball <laughs> this is why you draft russell wilson right he's good He's, he, we got him in so many leagues. He, <laughs> so I mean, beautiful. he got him so late because he's good. 29 to 35, 300 yards, three touchdowns. It's great. That's a great game. And then, uh, I mean, running the ball, they did fine. They just didn't go too crazy with it. And Penny, hey, there's we talked about Rashad Penny a little bit. And see, he is going to be involved, it looks like. And looked pretty decent. Carson was, eh, you know. Just, yeah, he was yeah. fine. Yeah. He, I mean, he really was. He was yep. fine. And then uh, Tyler Lockett, he wasn't involved last week. Only had one catch, and this week, hey, 12 targets, 10 catches for 79 yards. That's a weird line for Tyler Lockett, 10 for 79. That's I was going to talk about a, a correction, like a course correction. I, I think that Seattle was just like, we have no one else to throw to. Like, why aren't we throwing to Lockett more? And Metcalf, um, I know that he was on my, my list of, you know, kind of league winners, like halfway through, I think he was going to be worth something, but um, I think he's kind of a, ahead of the curve. He only caught three, but 61 yards with the touchdown. It's definitely someone to keep an eye on. Obviously, I have him on the, my roster for a bunch of teams. Uh, he he looked Lockett's the only guy there. Um, they're still throwing the ball. I mean, it is very very intriguing if he you know if he smarts smartens up and he uh, continues to learn. I think DK Metcalf could be a huge add. I I think he's a star. I really do. I mean, it's only three for sixty one and a touchdown. But I just I think this guy's a star. Yeah, and, and I tried to get him from week. last week. Yeah, you did. You probably would have too if it wasn't for the Thursday. They didn't really game. change that trade. I actually wouldn't. I would not want to do that now because of uh, Singletary, but and getting hurt. But but I think <laughs> I think Metcalf's a star. I really do. I mean, maybe he doesn't put it all together this year, but he's he's going to be. You know, if it's not this year, it's right. going to happen. I think. And you know, they're looking at him to be that that true number one wide receiver because Lockett he is a he's a tremendous wide receiver. He really is, but he obviously doesn't fit the bill of the you know tall guy that can kind of do it all no i know yeah he just actually the other question just real quick because uh disley the tight end for um seattle actually had a stat line of five catches for 50 yards and two touchdowns obviously the two touchdowns really props him up but where does this put him as far as the thin tight end list? because it isn't that big i actually i think he's going to make the waiver wire list as well as a pickup okay. and just in case yeah, that's what you i thought know, if you need a tight end He's he's an option, obviously, in the red zone for him right now. So that's if, if all you need to do as a tight end is catch touchdowns to be relevant, you know. Exactly, and uh, I mean that's what I uh, literally what we were always talking about. Like after the top five, and now it's even shorter because of Hunter Henry getting hurt and, and so OJ forth. Howard but not being good. Exactly. <laughs> so after that, I mean, really, it's touch touchdown base. And I grabbed Ebron real late in a bunch of them, and he caught a touchdown today. And obviously, I was assuming luck would be there, but. If you catch a touchdown, your your tight end situation will be fine. And it looks right now like he obviously is in a prime spot to catch touchdowns, especially in the red zone for this team. And then Pittsburgh here. Actually, before we jump, speaking of catching touchdowns as a tight end, Vance McDonald got two, which he only had seven catches for 38 yards, yards, but the touchdowns make him relevant. So, hey, there's that. But So Ben Roethlisberger's hurt. Um, don't have any clue what the status of that is, but... Mason Rudolph was, you know, just pretty much did what Ben probably could have done anyway. 
wasn't that much worse. He was fine, but no, yeah, he was, this... he was fine. He was he was kind of impressive as far as just getting thrown into the game. And against Seattle, that's obviously not the easiest you know game to be thrown into. Yep. And then, um, but you you're hoping for a little more production, obviously. So James Connor, I had hesitations on him, and this is it right here. I mean, he got the touchdown to make it a better day, but eleven for thirty three before he was injured. Um, I don't think he's had a hundred yard game since about week eight of last year. It, you know, I'm, I don't know if he's for real. I don't think he's for real. I really don't. I, I, I just, I just don't. And now the injury, I'm not sure what that is yet, but man, I, I'm, I'm not confident in James Conner at all. I'm happy. I have like, I only, I, I guess I do have James Conner in one league. That was a keeper, a keeper league, but I I wouldn't be confident in him. I'd be picking up Jalen Samuels if he's, if he's out there right now. And not saying he's going to be great, but I think he's going to get a shot. Maybe maybe even Benny Snell, you know, junior one carry. He's had one carry in his NFL career for 23 yards. Um, man, the Pittsburgh team a little worrisome. Well, how do you feel about Juju? I know you're a big Juju guy. So five for 84. I, I'm Yeah, I'm still fine on Juju. Uh, he'll get his because he is very good. He's the number one. I mean, even with this, you know, um, Rudolph coming in, so obviously they don't really have as much of a rapport as Roethlisberger does with him. But five catches for 84 yards, I mean, that makes me happy as far as like your number one quarterback goes down and you still put up a, a decent day. Um, Juju is probably the only stealer that I'm still buying at the moment. I mean, th- and that's saying quite a bit because I'm I'm kind of with you. I, I just, I mean, if you have James Conner, you're probably playing him. But I have hesitation about this whole situation right now, and especially we'll figure out, you know, what what the deal with Roethlisberger is. Um, But I mean, I guess the only upside would be if Rudolph is the starter, I still believe in Juju for the most part. And then maybe James Washington on like a um, kind of a, a find out basis just because they played in college together would be an interesting one. But even in this game, he only was two for 23. So I don't the whole offense. I'm I'm really iffy about them right now. How about Dallas, Washington? Dallas wins 31-21. I think Dallas is actually a pretty good team. Okay. And, I, you know, we were kind of um, talking about the guys that we got right. I do have to, um, for everyone said that, and I, we get this about every single player pretty much, but when they're like, uh, you're, you know, you're going to rue the day that you put blah, blah, blah so low. But Prescott came up quite a few times and we were like, yeah, he's good, but will he ever, you know, what is he going to do? He's been pretty impressive. I mean, he's been he's been on the money. I mean, he's been incredibly um, efficient and throwing up three touchdowns along with Zeke being able to run for over a hundred yards. is no small feat. The fact that the rushing and the receiving are going so well together. I'm, I'm buying into Dallas where I'm kind of like, I'm going away from Steelers. I'm buying in. I am too. I actually, I moved Dak this week. He was ranked six already at quarterback for me. And that's actually going to prove to be slightly low. So, I mean, I actually I ranked Dak Prescott ahead of Aaron Rodgers this week. As crazy as that might feel, and I, it was the right move. And um, yeah, I think he's good. I mean, and Zeke did his normal Zeke thing. He looked great. And yeah, it's just um, I think this is a good team. And Amari Cooper, though, this is Amari Cooper's good thing. He got that touchdown, I guess, because he other than that, only four for forty four. Gallup six for sixty eight. And I just got a little update. He's going to get an MRI tomorrow. So, um. Yeah, that's not good. But Devin Smith, three for seventy four in a touchdown, gets that big touchdown. It's spread out a lot there though. So 
they're not really, there's no one's really majorly stepping up here, but it's just going to be a good offense. I w- so I really do think people dropped uh, Tony Pollard. I don't think you should drop Tony Pollard just in case. Because if Zeke goes down, I still think this offense can be good enough and Tony Pollard will be a good player to have. So yeah. I'd go pick him back up. And, then, and Jason Witten, the old man, catches another touchdown yeah. for two weeks in a row. Of course. I mean, yeah, I mean, for tight ends, I, you, they're all the same stat line. <laughs> it's yeah. like he's four for 25 and a touchdown. It literally comes <laughs> under a touchdown. So it's good to see that from him. Who doesn't like Jason Witten? And then Washington side, uh, Peterson, 10 for 25 and a touchdown. Didn't really do much. He's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just still disappointed in guys getting hurt. Sucks. But. Not much from Peterson there. Chris Thompson, he has five catches for 48 yards, so he's a little better in PPR. He's, I think he's going to be, you know, borderline playable in standard, I would say. I don't think Peterson, maybe, I don't know if Peterson has left in him. So we'll see. Thompson will have to be used. And then uh, Terry McLaurin, I really think this guy's good. And five for 62 and a touchdown, so another solid game. But other than that, but that's not even, I like Terry McLaurin, but I'm not even... Like you're not throwing them in your lineup, really. And Tom's, it's just you're not really playing anybody from Washington. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, I am very interested in McLaurin only because he's so young. Um, especially if you're in a, a you know, a keeper league. Um, I mean, he looks like the real deal, and I mean, he's so young and he's playing with Case Keenum, which you know he's fine. But um, the fact that he was able to assert himself so quickly into that offense and you know, get touchdowns and kind of do all the things you need to do. I mean, he was targeted nine times a day as a rookie. I mean, it's pretty impressive. So he is good, but like you said, um, obviously I still want to see more from, and obviously he was already picked up in many leagues last week because of his huge performance. So we'll find out, but yeah, Washington is, um, they're going to be a decent team. Like they're going to be, you know, they're own two right now. And I think they're going to lose a lot more games, but they're always in the, in the game and case Keenum is going to be, good but he's never going to be great so they're probably going to have a bad record but um it, it just like just okay guys like i don't see myself really starting or going after anyone then baltimore beats uh, arizona 23 17 lamar jackson is he's just good he's good he's good <laughs> oh i love i love having this guy so, so much. He, he, oh i'm so glad i I picked him up on so many of my he, i mean pretty much i got him in most every single not every single one, but majority of my teams. I don't have him against you, which sucks, but I have him on the majority of my teams, and this is why. He, I mean, he threw for 272 yards and two touchdowns, and then he runs for 120 yards. It's just it's ridiculous. This guy's good. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a cheat code. It, is, it really it is. is. We kept saying, and we, I mean, he kept all preseason, he kept moving up further and further and further up our draft boards. He kept doing it, and this is why. He, I just knew he was going to be good. And then well, Mark Ingram didn't really get much going today, which, hey, you know what? A lot of times he'll get like a goal line touchdown. That's what you need for him to be good. But he, sometimes this might happen. If the, they, they, I don't really know. I didn't watch much of this, but Cardinals keying on him maybe. It just freed up Lamar Jackson to run for 120 yards. So Yeah, and he still got 77 yards. So it's not like, you know, yeah, Mark Ingram true. wasn't your RB1. He was still fine to play. Yep. Like he didn't ruin your day. And then, Mark Andrews is looking great as if you picked him up as a late tight end pickup. And I'm actually, I, I feel like we failed people here because we didn't talk about him enough at all in the preseason. No, we I, really I mean, didn't. I picked him in a couple leagues, but I didn't talk about him enough. I didn't see this kind of performance coming. Eight for 112 and a touchdown. He's had two great games in a row. 
And then Marquise Brown, 8 for 86. He kind of showed that last week's not a fluke, really. He's going to be there. He looks good, too. He looks quick. Especially, yeah, he he does look, he really does look the part, like we said. But, you know, I laugh because everyone was kind of saying that there's, if he doesn't get the target share that, you know, or the same target share that he did week one, the question was, would he be able to keep that pace? And everyone's like, absolutely not. Well, I think the Ravens answered that question by giving him 13 targets in the second day out. Like, that's the most um, comfortable. If you picked him up and you just see this, you're like, yeah, they're going to use him all the time. That speed eventually will pay dividends. Um, that, that's a great waiver claim or, or draft, whatever you did. Um, I'm really excited to see this kid keep going because they're using him perfectly. And then Arizona, Kyler throws for 349 yards, but no touchdowns. You know, he's going to have up and down days. This isn't, this wasn't great for him, but you know, still 349 yards. He'll be, he'll be tough to start. Sometimes you don't know exactly what you're going to get. He'll be, he'll be better. I think as the year keeps going, but David Johnson, seven for 14 and a touchdown. That's it. Yeah. That's at least that touchdown saved him, but other than that wasn't much, but nice. He's Christian Kirk with a big game, six for one fourteen, And then Larry Fitzgerald's just, he's not going away. <laughs> I love that guy. Five for one Oh four. He's just, he's, he's not going away. And it, it, this is a interest. I don't, I don't feel confident in any of these guys though. It's like, I don't, no, I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't yet either, but I think, I mean, I think we were pretty spot on and this could obviously change and maybe it'll be sped up a little quicker, but the whole reason we didn't want to draft Kyler Murray so early is because we, we were like, he's a rookie. It's going to take him a little while to get his feet under him, but we both believe in the talent. Um, and obviously he did a lot of good things today. Like it was a vast improvement from week one to week two, which is what you want to see. Um, you know, eventually I think that the rushing will come. He had three rushes for four yards. So I think people assumed he was going to have a little more success in that arena. Um, but he didn't make the big mistake and he really spread the ball out. And the other one to notice is he was able to get the ball to Christian Kirk, who is the other guy that you want to be looking at at this team, because as obviously one gets better, the other one will. So I think that is going to be a very healthy relationship. The The big question is Johnson. Uh, obviously, he did hurt his wrist today as well. So obviously, that probably affected it. Um, but what do you see for him moving forward? Because obviously, he was a high high draft pick and, um, you know, very difficult to move those guys. Yeah, you still just – I think you just got to keep him and play him. But there might be somebody out there that really loves David Johnson yet and thinks he's getting a deal, so you get him. I just don't know what to think from him. He's going to have good games. He's going to have bad games. I think I, I would try to – I honestly would try to trade him. I think there's somebody out there desperate enough. Shoot, if somebody offered me David Johnson right now in our <laughs> I league, about to say. I mean, I'm probably <laughs> taking him. So, I mean, <laughs> when I'm starting uh, – yeah, I don't even know how I'm going to have a win this week in one of the top scores when I have Mark Ingram and Chris Thompson's my two backs. But that's what I do. <laughs> I just find a way, right? <laughs> yeah. Annoyingly so. Yep. But uh, – <laughs> Let's go to Houston, Jacksonville. Houston wins by one here. Jacksonville goes for two to try to win it, and they don't get it. But this was funny. Deshaun Watson didn't didn't play great at all. I got yelled at on uh, Instagram for ranking Lamar Jackson ahead of Deshaun Watson this week in my ranks. And, well, I guess I got the last laugh. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. So Jacksonville's D, their D and their secondary is still very, very good. So that's what to take away because – Deshaun Watson is an extremely good quarterback, and they made him look average yep. at and best. It, in turn, it made it. So DeAndre Hopkins, 5 for 40. 
just that's going to be yeah, not going to do much. That's going to be one of the worst ones for the year for him. This is this is just playing Jacksonville. I'm not I'm not worried about this. They're going to bounce back. They're going to be fine. I guess the biggest takeaway for me is Carlos Hyde in how Absolutely. many carries he got. Twenty carries in ninety yards. That means four point five yards per carry. That's that's not bad. Uh, I thought I thought we'd see more from Duke Johnson. It's just not happening. I'm wrong there. Yeah. The uh, the split being twenty to six yeah. is pretty it, alarming. It's, it's, I'm I'm just wrong. I, I, I think I'm I think I'm gonna be wrong on Duke, Duke Johnson. Uh, yeah, right now. I mean, uh, yeah, I gotta. I mean, I gotta call it. I think I think we are. I know it's only been you know two weeks it, or just, one week fully, but that is a that is very disheartening. Then uh, Jacksonville side of things, uh, Minshew's <laughs> he's he's decent enough. You know what I mean? He's he's not great, but he's. He's okay, I guess. But Leonard Fournette's I mean, not doing yeah. much with this. They're not obviously respecting Minshew at all because they're just going to stuff Fournette. No. I mean, now we're in three years of Leonard Fournette. Of, I mean, is, are you sure he's not Trent Richardson? Well, no, I, he definitely is not. He, are you he's sure? just stuck on an offense. Are you sure? I mean, he luckily he got four catches for 40 yards as well. So he still put up 87 yards, which once again doesn't ruin your week. Um, obviously, it's nothing pretty about it. But – you know, I mean, uh, you you have a backup quarterback come in and you don't expect him to load up the box. Like, come yeah. on. And then the receiving side of things, I mean, there's a lot of guys. <laughs> Dude, DJ, yes, absolutely. But the only one that I'm looking at, honestly, and D.D. Westbrook had a, a very bad performance. But um, Shark, yeah, he's yeah, I mean, once again, yeah, he's a very athletic, you know, lean wide receiver that you're kind of wondering if he was ever going to take the step. And the last two weeks, he's been playing pretty darn good. And he did this with the backup quarterback. So you have to you have to like where that is going. So he's an interesting prospect. Then Chiefs beat the Raiders basically with just a second quarter. I was going to say shocking. <laughs> but all they did, four touchdowns in the second quarter. That's it. But Mahomes, 443 yards and four touchdowns. And God, he's so he's so good. It's almost annoying to watch. It's, it, it's like, <laughs> well, and now it's it's Demarcus Robinson six catches for one seventy two and two touchdowns. I do not know what to make of that at all. I have seriously no, no clue. And I don't think that you're not going to know. No, I need to, if we see it again next week. That's the one thing I really got to see it. But he's definitely a pickup. He's just got to find out. And then Hardman four for sixty one and touchdown. He had a seventy yard touchdown bomb called back. I think with a holding. That would have been – they would have been massive. Travis Kelsey looks great. Screw you, Sammy Watkins, for making me buy in. <laughs> I knew it. I was I was just waiting for this to happen. Once again, not the – I mean, 49 yards is not what you want to see. But he had 13 targets, which makes me feel a little bit better about it um, because even I raised him up in my rankings, which is – He was like ninth for I me. swear I would never do this again. I, I know. He, <laughs> but, he made um, me do it. Yes, but this is this is what happens, and – but it just shows, man, anyone that goes in this offense, especially if you have speed, you will be good. But it's going to be insanely hard to pick, especially with Tyreek out of the out of the lineup. It's going to be so difficult to figure out who is going to be that guy. Um, so I, I I don't know what you what do you do at this point? Do you just start multiple and then just know one is going to blow up or if you have or I mean, yeah, honestly, if you have one of the guys, I think you I think you start Hardman. You start I think you start all of them. I might start Demarcus Robinson next week. I don't know. I think it's worth a shot. <laughs> I I don't know about the running game though. So, no, I don't I, either. Well, I mean, I, I don't even it, want to comment. It was bad. I'll, I'll just wait next week and see what say. happens. Exactly. I have no idea. They can throw all day. So, this is what I will say. Um, this is why we think Williams was so much safer than McCoy though, because he catches the ball still. Uh, he salvaged a week somewhat, not even kinda, 
with three catches for 48 yards. So as long as they don't, I mean, they tried to throw it to McCoy and it didn't go anywhere. As long as that continues, obviously Williams will be the safer back to play. But, um, you know, I guess they didn't have to run it, so they didn't. And then uh, the Raiders side of things, Josh Jacobs is pretty good. He's He looks pretty solid, yeah. I would say. He look, I, okay, I think, yeah, I think if you bought into the, the rookie and, you know, we always worry about them, but he he really does look good. Uh, athletic, quick, he makes sharp decisions. I'm actually kind of a fan of him after watching the first couple of weeks. He he really grew on me. And then uh, Darren Waller's pretty – he looks like a good tight end pickup. It wasn't um, amazing today, but he's involved, and that's all you need with a tight end right now. So he gets a touchdown, and he'd be, you know, that much better, right? And then Tyrell Williams, solid. He he went out with an injury at one point. I, didn't, I never heard what happened after that, so we'll have to wait and see about that, but – that's about it, though. It's Waller and Williams and Jacobs who playing those three. I think you can play them, and you know, not that exciting though. <laughs> I think Jacobs will get better. All right, what do we got next? Bears Broncos, and might be the most fascinating game of there's, the of the week. There's no way they got. That I was so out. much fun there's to no watch. No way they got that timeout. I no that I um. If you're that. a Broncos fan, yeah, if you should be livid if you're a Broncos fan because first of all, that that hit on the quarterback by Chubb and they called that um roughing the passer was the biggest BS call ever. Oh yeah, I mean he's oh he wasn't even done. I mean it was still in his hand pretty much when he hit it's him. Ridiculous, yeah. I don't know. I yeah, that was ridiculous. And then yeah, just was. And there's no way the Lions would have got that timeout timeout call. And I just, I just, I just <laughs> believe exactly. it. it just wouldn't have happened. We know how that works. Yeah. So for Chicago, Trubisky. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, to be fair, the Denver does have a they very do. good defense. This was, this was to be expected, they, I guess. Yeah. But so uh, my question is, we, I'm going to go right past Trubisky, but Montgomery, the, 18 carries for 62 yards. So that's 3.4 yards per clip. He did get a touchdown that was barely in. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you actually think about him going forward? Is this because Denver is actually good? Yeah. You know, or do you think he was a little overhyped? I, I'm gonna wait and see. I don't want to. I think yeah. I do think at least Chicago realized he's better than Mike Davis. You know this. Yeah, that's th- that's, that's good. for sure. And I think I think Denver is just a tough team to run against anyway. So I think yeah. he'll be fine. Receive. I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna read too much into this for Chicago. It's just a, it's a tough matchup. It's just Anthony Miller. I just think the guy's not healthy. I, I, it's the only thing I can understand with this one. Yeah, he he's kind of off my. I mean, you know. I, I'd really like the talent. I think at some point he will be good, but um, I, I'm I'm pretty much off of him because uh, it, when you when you look at even Allen Robinson four for forty one, um, the next guy below that is two for twenty four. You you just know that their their passing game is not where it needs to be. And then Broncos, it is a split between Freeman and Lindsey. Yep, it is. I I didn't think it was going to be. I still like Lindsey better I because I. Th- I think he's better in the passing game. Hey, I know he didn't I mean, look like five, it this week. Five I know. catches for 48 yards for Freeman. I mean, I know. And he had seven targets, the same exact thing as Lindsay. It's just, it's just a truth. I could absolutely be wrong, but I think with the game and the way it went and it, Denver being so good, you need the battering ram and you didn't need any, any wiggle. He was just, both of them were getting hit and uh, Freeman's just a uh, better at absorbing contact. So I, I don't want to read too much into it, but Hey, right now it looks like I am, I'm wrong as far as I thought Lindsey was still going to have, um, you know, a leg up on Freeman. But right now it's not looking like it. Yeah, Manuel Sanders looked really good today. So this is going to be, I think, receiving wise, it's going to be week to week who's best in this receiving game. I don't think there's a clear. 
I mean, Sutton was obviously the best last week. Sanders this week. Maybe Deshaun Hamilton shows up one week. I don't know. It's um, going to be all over the board, I I think. we got to see a little bit more before I trust any of it. Then uh, Saints, Rams. Uh, yeah, losing Drew Brees does not help the Saints. No, and when I had mentioned the there was one winner and that was uh, playing the Patriots defense and two losers, it was the fact, and I got burned by both of this, by the way. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you have a, a lot of different uh, fantasy teams. But um, the fact that Breeze left so early and the fact that Roethlisberger did, if you're playing those guys, it just completely screwed you. Um, and this one was terrible because it affected the rest of the team so much as well. He only put up nine points. I know the Rams are good. But I, I feel like this had a big effect on um, Kamara and also, it, sadly enough, I think Mike Thomas to a, a certain extent. Um, but even though he put up good numbers again. <laughs> He's still 10 for 89, just not big yards and touchdowns. But if Drew Brees is going to be out in an extended period of time, I'm I'm just worried about the offense as a whole. I think Kamara's good enough to be fine, but man... I think maybe if Breeze is out, Bridgewater gets a week of working with the you know starters. It could be a lot better. Bridgewater's not terrible. I don't think he's great at all. I've never thought he thought he was overhyped in Minnesota even back then before he got hurt. So this is just a wait and see. It really is. It, it is. It's. It's. Um. Don't really know yet. I I hope that Breeze plays, but I this is my prediction. If if he's out, say, for a couple of weeks, I do think that Bridgewater can be fine enough, and I think that they'll probably end up running the ball more, which will be good for Latavius Murray and Kamara um, owners. But I also think you're going to start seeing a lot more um, interesting play calling with Taysom uh, Hill in the backfield playing quarterback. So I, I think it's just going to turn into a much different offense than what we saw before. And then with the Rams, I mean, Goff got the rushing touchdown to make it uh, not a bad game. For him, it was decent. Cooper Cup looked awesome on that touchdown. Or not the, the almost touchdown. The one he got called. <laughs> five. That was an, He looked fully healthy there, 5 for 120. Cooks gets the 3 for 74 and a touchdown. Robert Woods really isn't involved. Yeah. And it's what we kind of, I mean, I, I won't say Woods not being involved, but it is what we predicted as far as um, kind of Cooks being the safe guy and then Cup being the, the one that you kind of want to get. Um, I'm really excited that his knee looks so healthy this early in the season. He, he's one guy that I really, really like and the fact that he had nine targets. But um, obviously it was bolstered by that 66-yard, uh, you know, <laughs> run where he's stiff-arm, stiff-arming and doing all this stuff. But I think that's just um, what's to come. I honestly think that Cooper Cup, as he gets more confidence in that repaired knee, he, he's going to be something special this year. I, I still believe that. And then speaking of knees, um, <laughs> Todd Gurley. Um, he, yeah, I don't, he's, he's fine. He looks like Todd Gurley at times. It's just very clear though, that there is going to be just Malcolm Brown drives, you know, where it's just Brown's the one in there. It doesn't even matter if they get to that. This is where I actually don't like this the most is when they get to the goal line, I expected Gurley to get that, get in there. And he's just not all the time. If Malcolm Brown's the guy in on that drive, he's going to be the guy in at the goal line. Yeah, I think um the I think the big thing here is the fact that they were um I don't want to say it wasn't they weren't blowing them away by any, like any means, but they felt very in control. So they felt okay not using Gurley. And they still they used him around the goal line and he got in he got in for a touchdown. 
Um, he looked fine. 16 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown, plus obviously whatever he he caught, which, you know, only three for four, so nothing. But um, I think if it was a closer game, he would have gotten those other goal line carries, and he I think he probably would have gotten in one more time just how dynamic he is. So I think that's the big difference is this year they're going to put him on a pitch count when they don't need him, and this is where it hurts you. He was fine. He He had a good game for you. But it could have been a lot better, and last year it probably would have been. Funny thing is, uh, the people that were down on Gurley will use this as an example, and yet he still outscored Kamara, McCaffrey. So, <laughs> right, exactly. It's it's not a it's not an argument for why yep. you shouldn't have drafted him in the first round because obviously, whatever. But I, I get their I do get their point. I mean, this is the worry. But hey, um, you know, Malcolm Brown looked fine out there, but he's not gay, once he's again, not. he's not girly. Yeah. And then one final game, which is not quite wrapped up yet here. Falcons, Eagles, Falcons what just took the lead here on a fifty four yard bomb to Julio. So I'm mean, just look at this game. What we have four do we have right now? I don't even I'll have the game up. I'm I'm on the game tracker. What do we got? <laughs> Falcons are Eagles. Yeah, about so to it's twenty four to huh? twenty. Yep. It well We'll find out. It's fourth and eight, and they have the ball. So um, we'll find out here in a moment. But the big one is uh, Carson Wentz. He struggled early through two picks to Trufant, as I was watching it earlier. Um, kind of came back around, but um, you know they never really they never really got it going. I think Adler is the only one that really stood out. He had eight catches for 107 yards to. and and a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. Alshon, Alshon got hurt. Deshaun Jackson got hurt. It was just a lot of injuries there, and then yeah. their ground game just can't get going. No. And I mean, what do you, th- I mean, only 10 catches. So, I mean, I'm sorry, only 10 <laughs> rushes, but Miles Sanders, 10, 10 for 28 yards, obviously nothing special. And, you know, Howard didn't do anything either. No. I mean, do you think that this team is just not going to be able to run the but, ball or do you think that this was, I don't, I mean, cause Falcons are not known for their no, defense. Let's be honest. I know they had a lot of injuries, but they shouldn't be able to do this. Calvin Cook ran all over them. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. They might just not be a good running team right now. And then, yeah. So, Falcon side of things here. Matt Ryan threw three picks, but he did get three touchdowns, you know, as well. And then 320 yards. So, you know, eh. okay, right? Devontae Freeman yep. is not getting going on the ground. He, Yeah, he just doesn't – he doesn't look like himself. I'll be honest. He, he doesn't look like he's fully back. Um, you know, I, I do – I actually do worry about him. He – he had 42 yards receiving, but uh, uh, I have him in, in a couple of the leagues because that's just where he fell to me in the snake drafts, but I, I'm not feeling confident at all. And I don't know what you can get for him at the moment either because obviously he was hurt last year. There's not a whole lot of heat on him. Um, I don't know. It is worrisome. It is. But the two receivers here, Julio and Calvin Ridley, are both good. Julio's oh, All day I'm starting them. All day. Julio's really good. So much for not being able to catch touchdowns, right? Two, <laughs> two touchdowns yeah. in this game. Yeah. Calvin Calvin Ridley's been pretty solid for through two games here. He didn't really do much in the second half today. Most of his damage was in the first half, but looks like um looks like Falcons what are gonna get this win here, aren't they? Looks like the Eagles are short of the first down. Is that uh where that okay. yep. looks like they were sh- just short of it. So it looks like Falcons are gonna get the win. But all right. I think that's going to do I think we got all the games in there. That'll do it for week two, except for uh, one more. We got Browns Jets tomorrow night. Hopefully, Browns figure out what they're doing. We well, yeah, no kidding. Well, I need uh, I have Najoku in quite a few leagues, and um, 
he can help me win quite a few <laughs> games. So I'm, I'm rooting for him, and let's let's hope that that uh, that they can get back on track. I don't know. You probably you have Odell, so I think yeah. everyone has some Brown on their team and, yeah. and Chubb. I mean, all over the place. We really need them to do well. I feel confident <laughs> that I already have my win wrapped up, so I don't have to worry about Odell. Yeah. But it feels good. Actually, I do. I do too in the main <laughs> league. So I'm okay with it's it. A good week. So, all right, that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.